Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Ref the District. I'm Nathan Perry. That's the stoner. And that is Trev up there. For some reason, we don't have our graphics. So I'm fixing that right as we speak. Of course, we do this live every Wednesday, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. You can catch it right afterwards on your favorite audio platforms. We're sponsored by Pacers Running. For every run, they've got you covered. Get all your running gear from them, all your feet wear will thank you when you are your feet will thank you when you buy your feet wear from Pacers running head out to sky bar in lexington virginia see our man trev in person and he will absolutely take care of you mention ref the district and uh and uh you know what your first drinks on us yeah if you mention ref the district has and anybody done that yet trev no not yet <laughs> you gotta take you can get a free drink you just say ref the district and you're good to go. Of course, we're also sponsored by Manscaped. Get out to manscaped.com. Use the code ref. You can get 20% off your, your uh, purchase and free shipping. That's R as in ref. E as in F and F as in F at manscaped.com. If you want to support the show, obviously, we always have our super, super chat uh, open as well. You can do that, or you can go to our store and just, you know, we, we put the items as cheaply as we can and you can get some stuff there. Stoner's got one thing on him, uh, and a couple of things behind him. I got one of the shirts, one of our first shirts, uh, just hashtag just a fan there. And then I've got a new one, you know, in a couple of weeks, gentlemen, it's going to be the blackout game at Minnesota. Mm -hmm. right and there's just something in our store that i feel is perfect for that and that is our new keep that same energy uh line of wear here uh obviously 93 there it's got be a fan (laughs) ref logo on the back old school Uh, ref logo kind of new schoolish but old school no this is a new school ref yeah, but you know, like this is like the new school. Oh, okay, that's the full logo. Yeah, that's just yeah, the, yeah. the ref that's there. The so, a- absolutely worth it. Uh, the hoodies, by the way, super comfortable. Oh, absolutely, yeah, love absolutely love the, the hoodies. Hey, I, I got this straight off of uh, NFLShop.com. Commander, get <laughs> all thirty-two bucks for a long sleeve shirt it is awesome. Yeah. It's Nike, but hey, you know, if you're a fan, you just spend whatever it takes to yeah. support. So. Might be the only thing I get from them again, but hey. hey. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we definitely have a good show for you today. Thanks for uh, we're money be... in Dan's pocket, Trev. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Going to start that argument already. We will be talking about the Snyder situation here in the warm-up. And the cool-down, though, we will be doing uh, some Dala Dala, a Wizards update. During the game, we're going to be previewing the Green Bay-Washington game. We got the entry report for you. And with that game preview, we actually have Jacob Westendorf from the Green Bay side of things to give us the lowdown on what's happening with the pack. Things haven't been so hot for them. So it'll be interesting to see what he has to tell us uh, what's going on with Rodgers and company. And then uh, here in the warm-up, like I said, we'll be talking the Snyder situation, Heineke or how we've not gotten Trev's input on that. Uh, William Jackson, third trade, no trade. And uh, we're going to wrap up that Chicago victory because, again, Trev didn't get a chance. You guys keep moving around on us. Let's get to the comments real quick. We have we have Yam, Gus Bus, Doug, DMV Mess Hall in the house, Rail, Steady Eddie, Mike, 
Scotty. Yep, that looks like that's uh, who we got there. If you're in the chat, always make sure that you let us know. We love interacting with our chat as we go along. Um, appreciate you uh, jumping in here. Stoner might be distracted today, and that's because we got some some Washington games going on. Did he turn off his TV? He's turned off. off his TV. Mine's All right, good. By the whiz over here. Mine's on. Good. <laughs> you, so, you do so this, Trev. Don't tell him, Don't give anything away, okay? Because I'm going to watch it as soon as we're done here. I'm going to go right. and I'm going to watch the whole thing from the start. All right. Well, season's over already. I'll just tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into the topic here, Trev. You weren't uh, you weren't available. Obviously, you're Manning uh, Sky Bar on Friday when we had our day after reckoning. Yeah. So, why don't you talk to us about that Chicago victory that happened on Thursday? I know it feels like a lifetime ago, but wh what are your thoughts after that game? Oh man. Um, Come, I had it on at the bar so I could watch as much as I could, but it just seems like we couldn't really move the ball very well. We had a hard time scoring. I mean, we won 12 to 7. Joey Slide missed the, missed the extra point, maybe something like that. Uh, no, the, they we went for two. Gosh, I can't even remember. So we had the touchdown, yeah, we went for two. So we we we, we had two field goals, we had six points. Yeah. They 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 had scored their touchdown, so it was seven to seven six. six. That's right. Then we and scored the touchdown and went for two to try yeah. to make it fourteen to seven. And didn't yeah. get it. And didn't and, make the two. And surprise, he, surprise! Yeah. Washington was unable to punch it in from the two yard line. Yeah, and then Carson Wentz injures his finger there, finishes the game. Hats off to him. Uh, I mean, a lot of people don't do that, so that's very tough by him. But that's led mm -hmm. to the quarterback controversy that we have now. Quotes, quotes that we'll get into in a minute, but um, once again, it was, we escaped that one. Probably should have lost that one. Um, yeah. Justin, thank God, Justin Fields is not as good as we thought he is right now. He's having a hard time over there in Chicago. Mm -hmm. um, a couple of throws that were wide open, lack thereof of our defense. So we escaped out of Chicago with a win. I'm glad we got it done. So now it's on the Chicago. I mean, on the Green yeah, In the end, it's a W in the books. We might have gotten lucky. It might have been ugly, but it was still a W. Mm -hmm. A merry yeah, just, W. Just a little update on uh, on our community poll, right? So one of the questions was, would you rather win ugly against the Bears or would you rather just lose on a last-second TD because you didn't deserve to win? Woo! Right? So 86% says a dub is a dub. Mm -hmm. Which uh, that's out of 774 votes. I will so take it's a pretty good sample size. So I just, you know, uh, you were kind of saying you're kind of leaning there towards like we didn't deserve the win. So it's, mm -hmm. but a dub's a dub, mm -hmm. right? You, you'll take them anyway, especially nowadays. Take them any way you can get them. Yeah. I mean, we really are just a, a failed. Uh, conversion at uh, at the two yard line away from three and three. I know a lot mm -hmm. of people like to flip that and say we're a couple passes away from zero oh and six. Yeah. But like I said, the ball bounces and you got to take them where you can get them. Mm -hmm. And right now, the for uh, at least in Chicago, the ball bounced our way quite literally on a muffed punt there. Yes. And mm -hmm. Washington is the victor, so we'll take it. And uh, and that's the important. Part. Um, however, you kind of mentioned another part in there. It was Carson Wentz's injury. Yeah, he now will be out. It looks like at least four weeks. The team has not put him on IR just yet. That's still being decided on whether or not that's going to happen. 
So now it's down to Heineke, who's going to get the start against Green Bay, who we, he does have some experience with them from last year. But Trev, where do you land in the debate? If you were the GM, what are you doing? Are you, you going with Heineke like they are? Or are you going to go with Sam Howell? I'm going with Taylor Heineke. I mean, as much as it hates and pains me in my soul, <laughs> my fanship to say that, hold on. Uh, I would go with, yeah, I'll go with Heineke just because he's been here for what the past two, three years, whatever. He knows the system. He has rattled off some wins. He has done some things that we didn't think he was capable of doing. Mm-hmm. You know, he has he kept us in the game against Tampa Bay. That's what got his career started, if you want to say. But I mean, because Sam Howe, I love him. He's just a, a, a Taylor Heineke 2.0. I mean, he can scramble. He's got a better arm. He's got a cannon of an arm. He just doesn't know the offense yet. I mean, I don't think he would know that he should know the offense yet. Um, it really wasn't coming out in reports preseason or offseason saying that he, you know, he's really, really smart and grasping the offense super quick and could be a day one or start if he had to. He never heard that. So it's not expected for that to happen. So let's go ahead and roll with number four and see what he can do. Yeah, I'm very shocked to hear you say that. You know, we had our Hal versus Heineke debate with Stoner and I. I was playing devil's advocate because we're all three on the same boat here. Heineke is the right play. Yeah. Uh, I I did nearly convince myself, though, Trev. I nearly convinced myself to start Hal in all that arguments. And some of the arguments they had are kind of that live arm. And the the fact that, you know, you see – Players like Zap, who are seeing success, I brought up Minshew during the during the debate as well. Why, you know, outside of Heineke knowing the system, why don't you just throw the rookie out there and see what what can he can bring? Well, because this it's still too early for that. I think, in my opinion, I think the next game, four games that we have, are winnable games. I really do think they are winnable. Or no matter if it's Wentz or Taylor Heineke, just because we have more weapons and our defense is looking like it's starting to come along on strong now. So, I mean, you don't want to throw in a rookie right now that hasn't proven anything outside of preseason. Yeah, he balled in preseason, but that was against people who don't have a job today, probably. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I mean, I understand he has the intangibles. He has, he does have the arm. Taylor does not. But also, we haven't really seen Taylor. I mean, he's been the system a few years. Maybe he's improved. I can't believe I'm saying that. I think I'm getting sick over here by saying this, but I'm just thinking, being realistic. You never know. So, I mean, he has shown in the past he has connections with Terry, he can connect with um, McKissick if he has mm-hmm. to. You know, other other receivers are gone or Cam Sims isn't playing much. So, yeah, let's go with Taylor Heineke. Let Sam Howell rest. Now, if it was like, oh, we were two and eight, playoffs are out of the window for sure. Like, there's no matter what, even if the math rolls away that we, you know, no, nah, go ahead and throw Howland then if we're like two and eight, two and nine, something like that. But we're for sure not making a postseason. But we're two and four. The next four winnable. If we win four in a row, we're six and four. And then Carson comes back and see what happens after that. So go well, if you're winning four in a row, Carson can just keep his ass on the bench. I, I was about to say, it's you like gotta that. go with the hot. Oh, we, have, we might have a Dallas Cowboy conversation about that because remember, <laughs> $28 million. Yeah. Uh, Co- yeah. Cooper Rush I versus, it. yeah. But- I mean, I've already thought about that too, Stoner. I have thought about that. If they're 4-0 because of Taylor Heineke, then I think you got to roll with him. If they're 4-0 in spite of Taylor Heineke, you know, like the defense is carrying them right. and, and the rushing, you know, they just start running the ball real well like they did in their four-game winning streak last year. It was all mm-hmm. because of the rushing attack, 
mostly, then yeah, then I can see bringing Carson back. But if they're 4-0 because Heineke's out there making plays and running all over the place and and the team is just fired up I mean, behind them. You gotta, you gotta I, I, I don't even know if it needs to be making plays, to be honest. Let me go to Eric here real quick, who likes the man <laughs> with the heart and gave us a $4.99 donation. Appreciate you, Eric, for this one. He says, I like the Tin Man, like I said, likes the guy with heart. And that is Taylor Heineke. And I think it's it's more than just about making plays. Like There's going to be a couple razzle-dazzle runs and stuff that he's going to provide. He's mm-hmm. not going to provide those 75-yard bombs like we saw mm-hmm. with Carson Wentz. But if this offense, and we, kind of, we tweeted about this too, right? This offense with Carson Wentz, albeit he's been banged up for a few of these games, has been scoring 17 points per game. Right. Mm-hmm. It's been a, it's a long time since those first two games where we were scoring 27 points. Now we're scoring 17 over the course of six games. If Taylor Heineke in the next four games can you know bring this offense some consistency with those victories, that's what's going to be important because they're going to want that consistency and and they'll have Wentz sit for longer they'll put it on the injury as if he's not ready to come back and then it'll eventually leak and then people will be mad at the media for Mm. trying to ruin a good thing with this team has and and it'll just be the whole Washington cycle all over again but first we got to get those dubs that's what's important Uh, but I would like to see some consistency with this offense because we've been sorely lacking that all season long again on the community channel um we put up a poll there also if Carson Wentz can't go against the Packers. And this was when we first heard about the injury. Uh, who do you want to start? And out of 886 votes, Heineke got 60% of the vote. A little closer than I kind of expected it, but 40% of the people who responded to this poll would like to see Howell out there. It's too early. As someone way smarter and way more informed than us tweeted out, said there is a wide gap between Heineke and Howell right now. Oh, for sure. It's just it's just the way it is. He's not ready. His footwork's not ready. Uh, his understanding of the offense is not there. His experience is not all of that stuff. We're going to see Howell probably, more than likely. We're going to see him this year. Let's just wait until we have to see no, him. No, we're going to see him. There will be three quarterbacks at least that play this year. And then uh, you know what's going to happen? Ron Rivera is going to go into Dan Snyder's office when they finish six and eleven, and Dan Snyder is going to say, "Give me a reason not to fire you," and he's going to say, "I need a quarterback. I need a. Again. I haven't had a quarterback. No, no, he won't say I need a quarterback. You know, it'll just be quarterback. He's yeah, going to say, say quarterback. quarterback, just quarterback. Yeah. And he's going to have that built-in excuse. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So, well, I, like I said, I think I my hot take on that is that if if we finish six and eleven, Ron Rivera, you know. He he, you know, retires for health reasons or mm. parts from the team and whatnot. Yeah, sure. Those, that's, that might happen. That's likely what happens. I I'm with you, Trev. That I don't think that uh, we necessarily see how it's going to be depending on where we go. But I would not take that bet if Sonar put it out there. Yam, the community channel. If you're uh, one, make sure you subscribe to the channel. But you'll you'll see it regardless. If you go to our page, there's a little tab there, and we put out polls. We put out uh, graphics and stuff for for our, our people to our, kind of interact our, with. On our so, YouTube channel. On, yep, on the YouTube, YouTube channel. channel. Yeah, YouTube. Yep, YouTube. All right, well, why? Uh, why what? 
<laughs> Cooper, I don't know. We'll we'll get to it about the. If we, so it would take yeah. us to go four and zero in order for Terry to stay quarterback, starting quarterback, right? I, think so. uh, I didn't. I didn't necessarily say that. I said, like I said, I think three and one. I mean, Paul here with Taylor Heineke is better than people give him credit for. No one could have won games last year with all the injuries we had on both sides of the ball. Not even Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. A little, little overboard mm. there, Paul. But <laughs> you went a little too far there. That's a little bit. You, you had me for a minute, and then yeah. you just yeah. if if he goes three and three, or sorry, three and one in mm-hmm. those four games, and again the offense is consistent. I think they're going to stick with how because of the consistency. It doesn't have to be a straight Heineke. Sorry, it doesn't have to be a four, uh, yeah, yeah. four you know four game win streak. They would like that, and that would abs- absolutely tip it in the favor. But if I think that if you bring a consistent off you know an offense there, and I'm not talking don't give me garbage time points to bring the game back into like if they're two and two and they've been scoring 30 points, but if, you know, 20 of those points are coming in the, you know, late third and fourth quarters that they're trying to get, make back because somehow the defense gave up 45 points. Don't, you know, that's uh that's just not going to cut it. You need to, I want to see consistent, you know, progress with the offense. We'll see what we get out of that. So on the nice. defensive side of the ball, after we finish talking about the offense here, the defensive side of the ball, William Jackson third comes out and says he did not ask for a trade. What do you make of that, Trev? Because he there was a big much about much ado about nothing apparently on Thursday, where it's, he said that he was he did want to trade, or at least reports came out, and it looks like Washington did want to ship him, and now he's coming out and saying I don't want to trade. Yeah, um, I don't think I he said I don't want to trade. He said I didn't ask for a trade. Fair enough. That's <laughs> that's the words matter. Words yeah, yeah. matter. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I mean, it is. I mean, he's hurt anyway, so it's not like we would. Yeah, he's still out with a. Uh, yeah, I mean, there. maybe he didn't say it, and if he didn't say it, then hats off him for not saying it. If he didn't say it, that's where I'm at with William Jackson right now. I mean. It, it, it's apparent that we're not going to change the defensive team. We're not going to change the defensive coordinator midseason. So he just doesn't yeah. fit in the system that we're trying to run, which just baffles me why we even went and got him in the first place because we wouldn't have to be dealing with this drama and soap opera right now. Is it, is it yeah. is he hurt? Does he not want to play? Is he faking it because he just doesn't want to play for us? Does he want to be traded? Does he not want to be traded? That's where I'm at with William Jackson. It's sad because I was hyped when we first got him. It was mm-hmm. so hyped. But he just doesn't fit our system, and I hate to say it, but he doesn't. So it is what it is. System or or coaching or whatever it is, he was not playing well. So no. him not being out there, I don't think we're gonna really miss him. No. Now you're gonna watch. You're gonna watch uh, Wild Goose. What is, what number is Wild Goose? Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Yeah, you're gonna see a My lot age. of the back of his jersey. Yeah. Wild goose, you know, against yeah. some of these better. He had a teams. good game against the Bears. And, the Bears, and the Justin Fields. Okay, you, you play against who's on your schedule. I know. So I'm saying, <laughs> great, that's fine. We got Aaron now, Rodgers. Now let's see him against Aaron Rodgers and Old Fossil Matt Ryan and Kirk Cousins and the Philadelphia receivers and all that. You're gonna see a lot of the back of Wild Goose's jersey. There's yeah. a reason. Uh, I always say this. There is a reason he was available for anybody to pick him up at the end of training camp. He's a jag. And we're gonna see heard of him. But, but it's not going to be, like I said, it's not really going to be any different than William Jackson. William Jackson wasn't playing well. We saw no. the back of his jersey all the time, too. 
or he was on the ground. Either one. <laughs> well, he was where he was interfering. Don't you have to like talk to the defensive coaches and staff before you sign to see if you will like fit? Don't you have that conversation? Trish, if you put in front of me, you put sixty million before that. Before that, before that, like before that, like they come to you and say we're interested. Why we think you can fit this? Okay, what are you offering? And then the offer comes. So in that, if that case, don't they talk? Don't they talk about? I'm sure they yeah. do. Obviously, they do the sure research do. and and they and they watch well, the tape and they out. see what they're capable of, and and this is this is a problem with everybody, right? Like yeah. they're going to think that their system or is teachable or it's you know they it's you know plug and play. We've heard that before, and that anybody can just come in and they can get them right. And if you have a caliber that was. Uh, William Jackson the third prior to coming to Washington. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that uh, you can get there. Uh, I'm gonna first. I'm gonna do this dollar one from our friend, our Green Bay loving uh, friend here, dollar ninety nine from uh, John Archcat. We appreciate you, Arch- my man, Yay. for uh, jumping in here. Uh, uh, even though he's a Pack fan, he does say, "I hope you guys smoke the Pack this weekend." And yeah, he's Eric- like he's like us with Washington. Sometimes we just hope our team just gets smoked because we don't deserve to win. Okay. That's how I he never, is with Green Bay. Never cheer for I a know. loss. I mean, I, I know you're right, but sometimes we just get that, oh, I hope we get smoked this week. Eric gave us another four ninety nine here. Uh says Washington Please, finishes six and eleven. Mm. Dallas and the rest of the NFC East make the playoffs. Will Sean Payton come to the commanders? Is that a thought? no one's coming here until the man who was in the news today and yesterday and the past however long is gone. That's all I'm saying. Well, somebody has to. Well, he's not. He can't be gone until after this year is over anyway. So we got time. We yeah, can yeah. Start well, coaching candidates again, now. you offer Sean Payton 12 mil a year, he'll come. I promise you that. Yeah. You offer him 12, 13 million dollars a year. He'll be on the first plane. I don't have that if Dan Snyder's gone. He got all the money. Uh, un- unfortunately, I think you're probably going to have to offer that kind of money to uh, you know a no name coach who's gonna, you know just wants to get their their you chance. I want Ken Dorsey. Uh, maybe that's not a no hey, name, but I mean, you know who again, I want. You have to, and I don't mind Ken Dorsey. You know who I want. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, what's his name? Shane um, Waldron. Jane Waldron. That's Seattle. right. OC out in uh, Seattle. I'll take him. Look at what he's done with Gino, man. He's turned him into a superstar. Early. Well, it's early. Still it's early. still early. The team's not 6-11 and 11 right now. They are 2-4. But, Trev, you brought up a good point um, with the, the dark cloud that continues to be over this Washington franchise. Dan Snyder back in the news. Uh, some fireballs just absolutely coming out, you know, we got Ursay, you know, saying, yeah, we can get to 24. And Goodell was just like, you know, he said he wasn't shocked that uh, Ursay said those comments. Then he kind of backed up and said, you know, we shouldn't be doing that. We should let the Mary Jo White situation play out. You have the uh, you have Jerry Jones, who last week had said something to the effect of, um, like he didn't really back Dan Snyder. And now this week he's saying it's not a Snyder problem. It's a media problem, mm-hmm. which is, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. So, I, don't, yeah I don't know what it means either, but it's but, kind of an endorsement. Like bit. the media is taking this and, and making it their own. Making and, it and big. Yeah. 
Well, good for Jerry Jones for going deep into the political it, playbook there to to go with fake went news. Bob Kraft yesterday too. He said, mm. "Don't f with me, Bob." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. what? What? Well, Stoner, why don't we start with you because you're the one who you often you know say and and you're you're right that this isn't moving. This is Dan Snyder's not going to be forced to sell. Mm-hmm. You last week started feeling like it was the tipping point. Like we were going to get there. Where, yeah. where are you now on the situation with Ursay's comments? You know, there seems to be more kind of urgency from Dan Snyder and his lawyers to get mm-hmm. their side out. And, you know, they have some really just poor excuses for statements uh, that they've been sharing with the public of like what that ESPN article was, was false. Okay. But you're not providing us anything of substance outside of just saying, nor should they, nor should they, they shouldn't have to answer to every little thing that comes out in the media. They just say it's all lies. That that's good public relations. You don't have to go down point by point and, you know, because then you get another report and you got to do point by point for that. But yeah, I've been a skeptic forever on this thing because none of this stuff really moves the needle as far as forcing Dan to sell. The the needle is moving. This is by far the most momentum that this whole get rid of Dan has ever had. Mm-hmm. There has never been an owner, and I don't care what this particular owner's skeletons are, or they're not even skeletons, they're out in the open. Yeah. It doesn't matter. He's an owner of an NFL team. He's a voter if you are trying to get somebody out. And he is publicly stating that he believes uh, when the report comes out, which tells me he knows a little something that's going on in that, that's going to be in that report. He's not just going to say that. He's saying that if this report comes out, we have to get rid of him. He said we have to make him sell the team. And not to his wife. Because somebody asked him specifically, well, what if he just signs it over to his wife? And they said, no, we have to, he has to get out of the NFL, him and his family. Those are monster statements. Whether or not that happens, uh, we'll see. But this Mary Jo White investigation is going to be huge in terms of what they're investigating. The whole thing came about When the young lady sat at that round table and she said, and I can't remember her name and I apologize for not remembering her name. She said, Dan Snyder, not some guy, not some executive of the team, you know, not, not like a Larry Michael or, you know, somebody who's no longer with the team. She said, Dan Snyder forced her into the limo. Oh yeah. Was that true? What's her name? And and yeah, I'm sorry, I can't remember her name. Maybe I don't but think it was Melanie. Um, it wasn't Melanie. I don't uh, think DMV Melanie is the one that made those particular. Not, maybe not that was particular Melanie. one. It, did we it talk was to Melanie. We did talk to Melanie, so and that's that's Melanie. why I'm saying it wasn't Melanie. It was uh, someone else. But 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 the but the committee heard that and said, um, "You all need to investigate that." And the NFL said, "We need to investigate that." So this is something directly against Dan. If something comes out to where it was proven that he did that, then that's a whole new ballgame. That's a direct accusation uh, proven against an owner himself. 
And the other owners are not going to stand for that, especially if they're over if he's over here at the bottom of the league and all the revenues and he's not doing anything good and he's always making them look bad as an organization as their 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 good old boys club. The momentum is real. I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but this is different than all those other things. This is different. Thank you, Ben, for this one. It was Tiffany Johnston. Tiffany Johnston. Beautiful. Nice job, Ben. That's exactly right. Yeah, Yeah. so this is different. I'm sorry. This one's different. I'm not at the point where I'm going to say he's going to get forced out, but I'm at the point where I'm saying this is different, and the owners are tired of talking about it. I promise you that. And I like – I also pay attention about how – and when he said it, like he could have easily tweeted tweeted this a long time ago. He could have easily, you know, dropped a hint, dropped a hint mm-hmm. here, dropped a hint there. But it came out that they were not going to really discuss Dan Snyder in the meetings. And they were later on after the initial meeting happened. And then you have Ursay, who is a well-known, like you said, owner and prominent person in the NFL. Yeah, he has skeletons, but they were kind of personal. It wasn't really affecting his environment of the workplace or anything like that. It was just his mm-hmm. own personal thing that he was going through. So. He said, come after me. And then he just, he had a chance to put it out there. He did it. It wasn't for publicity. It wasn't for, you know, clout. He did it. And the words he said are, are very powerful. So I, like, I agree with you, Sonar. I think the needle is moving. I don't know if it will happen, but mm-hmm. this is definitely in that direction that it, it could definitely, definitely happen. And, so, and it was, and again, it wasn't one of those like little flippant remarks or something no. passing by a reporter. He held exactly. court for 13 minutes. Exactly. People asking him questions it to is, clarify. Yeah. To make it sure. Is, whoa. Are you really saying it, this? It, it's a big thing for an owner yeah. to kind of come after another owner like that. Mm-hmm. And what I know a lot of people say that, you know, we're saying that he loves the camera and there's all this other stuff. But uh, here's the thing is, is it's been overwhelmingly positive outs, outside of the owners, you know, publicly people have been, you know, praising him for this. This isn't something that man gets a lot of. No. And so I feel, I have a feeling he's going to keep coming to the well, you know, and he might've been the guy just that the, they kind of put their feelers out to see where, where it goes, but I don't think they needed to do that. The NFL did not need to do that because they know Dan Snyder's not well loved. Uh, but it, it is going to be interesting. And, and Gus Bus, uh, they bring up Jerry uh, Jones' um, alleged no, sexual assault there. Uh, he asks, do you think the owners try for a two-for-one, take out Dan and Jerry, especially mm-hmm. since both are dealing with sexual misconduct, assault scandals? That would be something. Here, would here's be the nice. difference with, with Jerry Jones. Jerry ain't going nowhere. Jerry he Jones. brings money. Wait, makes way too much money for those other owners. He is way, he's the one behind a lot of these television deals. Yeah. He's the one behind uh, a lot of these different ads um, with like Coca-Cola. He's the one with the 100,000-seat stadium. He's the one that can go to L.A. and play the Rams and have 40,000 Cowboys fans. He's the right. one that can look Bob Kraft and say, don't F with me, Bob. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Jerry Jones will never go anywhere unless he gets arrested. And also, because they've had plenty of stuff, dirt on him for a sure. while. Sure. I mean, they had just about, at the right beginning off. of this season, or was it uh, yeah. this off season where they had a different kind of scandal involved? Mm-hmm. So, Pat McAfee on his show today, Ian Rappaport went on there. He also knows Rap Sheet on Twitter for those that are on Twitter. Said the next big meeting is in December to where the possible voting could happen if that would lead to that. But he thinks that it's more so that the owner, the owners, they don't want to go to a vote because the owners don't want to, you know, get put themselves into this situation to where they could be, you know, whatever, whatever. 
they rather just have him force and sell rather than have him be voted out. So, um, and it's quite interesting that no other owner has come out yet to back up and like take up for Dan saying, I don't, whatever Jim said was wrong. He doesn't speak for all of us owners. Like no one has said that yet, which is another very interesting thing. JP Finley pointed, pointed that out too. So I think that's kind of interesting. It, it is an interesting fact. You know, what's also interesting to me is uh, the report ESPN report said the, that Dan Snyder has, you know, file on every single owner in the NFL. Mm-hmm. How does that work with Green Bay being owned by their fans? I really That's wonder that. Different. But you know what I wonder more about? I wonder about this Green Bay game that's coming up here for Washington. Let's get to the game. We have Jacob Westendorf coming on with us, and he will be bringing that heat from the Green Bay side. Stick around for the game here on Ref the District. The game is brought to you by Pacers Running Stores. Pacers has five stores in Northern Virginia and D.C. For the best running footwear, apparel, and gear, just stop by or schedule a virtual fitting with the best running experts in the business. Pacers Running exists to help as many people as possible through running. For every run, it's Pacers Running. <laughs> 